whatever goes in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. You know, Lisa, with all those iconic movie quotes that we've got at the start of this mm-hmm. podcast, I'm wondering how long it is mm. until we can add a new one. And I think it's not until Jordan Peele mm. makes a horror film about a slightly annoying terrier that whines for food all night while we're trying to prepare for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's an adorable dog, but food time, he's a fucking menace. Don't even try to distract from the main issue that is happening here. I need to tell our listeners about the true horror show that <laughs> unfurled, and I mean unfurled, not 30 seconds ago before we started recording you were setting up the microphones and everything you've got your little box of mystery doctor strange tricks where you pull everything out yeah you pulled out your microphone you set up the stand pulled out your microphone put on your microphone and there they're pointing out like et's elongated finger was the dirtiest longest whitest, curliest pube I have ever (laughs) seen in my life. Dude, what is happening in your house? Either it's from when you farted on the microphone. No. Or it's my beard. (laughs) It was not your beard. It was not your beard. That's my beard hair. You've had your beard trimmed. This thing was huge and your beard hair is not that curly. It is. It's not. There's these weird ones that kind of hide up under in the undergrowth. Yeah, whatever. They're like ingrown hairs but on my face. Oh, I think it's come from your undergrowth. (laughs) I have no doubt about that. That's the true horror. I've gone Louis C.K. on my own podcast gear. (laughs) Uh, take it, microphone stand. Take it. How's <laughs> this for proximal? Oh. You just put like a little moustache or like a little doll wig on it just to change it up every oh, now and God. then. <laughs> Holy shit, that's specific. For whatever kind of mood you're in. We should put that on OnlyFans. I'm in a contra kind of mood. <laughs> Give her a little gigam dress. Oh. <laughs> you're the sicko, pubo, McPube, pube, McPubie. I'm pretty good at cleaning up after the crime, so the I don't know how that ended up on there. Well, where have you been putting the microphones? That's what I want to know. Next to my mouth, which is the scary thing. <laughs> What's been going on while I've been asleep? You're the one who's been showing me all like, oh, look, I've got my new fancy like handheld camera. Oh, it's broadcast quality. Oh, hands free. And now this happens. Uh-huh. You're referring uh-huh. to... My very clumsy selfie rig that I've made oh from a monopod and a camera I've had for four years. Yeah, you're the only person I know who has. I can't be trusted to have a good phone. No. Because you're- this this happened last week. I dropped my phone in the toilet at the comedy club. <gasps> I've just seen those. <laughs> like five I- seconds before I went on stage. I've seen those toilets. Yeah. You burnt your phone. You just left it. No, I had to wash it off. Oh. You know that scene from uh, No Country for Old Men <laughs> where... <laughs> That scene from Old No Country for Old Men, <laughs> where who's the who's the dashing guy with the moustache? What's his fucking name? I'm so tired. <coughs> Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, where he jumps in the river and he's got to clean the gun really quickly before he can shoot that dog. Mm-hmm. That was me with my phone, just pulling it to bits. There was many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> Blowing into the headphone socket and all that sort of stuff. I don't care how poor I am. I just in the toilet. That's my. It's time to move on, mate. 
Phone, boyfriend, whatever. Once you go in a public toilet, that's it. You're dead to me. Yeah, which I just used. Had you flushed? Oh, (laughs) just blanks. What? I'm just no, I hadn't. (laughs) I was checking my comedy (laughs) note. I was doing a last minute check of what I was going to do on stage and I dropped it in the toilet. You literally didn't check yourself, so you wrecked yourself. I did. Oh my, this is literally the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Although it is a fucking glowing endorsement of the staying power of a Nokia because it's still kicking, it's still kicking along. My phone was on the table earlier. (laughs) I've eaten on this table. Yeah. But that's the kind of poor I am. I can't afford to replace my toilet phone. No. 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 I feel so dirty. Yeah. Uh, I always like sandblasted my own butt cheek off when a bit of toilet water like splashed back on it and it was clean. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't. But you're the vegan. You're the one who's supposed to be all about minimizing waste and all that kind of stuff. You're going to throw a whole bunch of palladium and stuff in the bin just because it got some urine on it? And all the poo particles and the... I don't fucking eat off the phone. And it's uh, it's a comedy club toilet. There's, you know how much cocaine has been through that toilet? <sighs> there are people who have literally hoovered up cryptosporidium into their <laughs> fucking nasal passages. <laughs> Look, none of this is making it any better. No, I know you not. think you're making it better, but you're not. The defence rests. Oh, my lord. That's my life. Wow. Um, okay. Um, I, oh, my God. I had, because as you know, I come from a long line of repressors. Repressors? Repressors. Okay. Like, I'm descended from, like, English and, and German stock. Like, we repress everything. We don't have emotions. Like. Oh, okay. You could also be an oppressor. You know. No, no, no. Yeah. Just a repressor. Okay. Like, you know, we've heard of them, but we don't have them ourselves uh, okay. because how unsightly. It's a very bourgeois thing to have emotions, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh my God. It's positively French. Oh, it's one for the dilettantes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've, I've planned to go my whole life and never cry. Yeah. Because, you know. That, that's what our family does. Well, because also you're from the desert and you're like you can't wear still suits out there. Yeah, like exactly. Dune. You've got to conserve you every ounce of like bodily fluid. Um, Just pardon me while I open a bottle of bubbly. Oh my, oh my God. Hang on. Can I, before you do that, yeah. as a warning, because yeah. I always freak when people pop bottles. As a warning, people actually die every year from champagne bottles. People think it's a myth, but it actually does happen. It's usually at weddings. And... And the, no, no. It's okay. Not <laughs> It's non-alcoholic, by the way. Um, it's left over from our election party. <laughs> oh my god! On the Tour de France, a guy actually won a leg of the Tour de France. So they gave him a bottle of champagne <laughs> on the podium. Is that like part of his prize? Like he has to assemble a bimbo. Like, <laughs> Here's the leg. <laughs> Why I wanted the breasts. You got to change it like a McDonald's collectible. He went to like open a champagne bottle. He's clearly never won a leg before because he sort of bent over the champagne bottle to open it. Yeah. Of course, it flew up right in the face. Ow. Into his eye. Fuck. Damaged his eye so much, he's had to withdraw from the uh, 
the, the Tour, Tour de France. France. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> back in a back in a previous life, I used to actually cover professional cycling for a university. They had a team. What? Yeah, okay. And so I was photographing it. Mm. And the, uh, the the team that we sponsored had this rider who, um, you know, he was Olympic good. Yeah. Anyway, we got radio in from the support team that he'd had a really bad fall. Oh, okay. Like, they're doing like fucking 90 kilometers an hour on these bikes at some points, And he came off. And this guy makes it to the finish line. Yeah. And he just has no fucking skin on his legs. Yeah. Like, it's just gone. Yeah. And he's just like gingerly stepping off and like all this stuff. He takes his fucking helmet off. Yeah. And it peels up, like blood is matted through it. Like he's he's got some horrific injuries. Peels this helmet off. He's put sanitary pads all through the helmet to catch the blood, basically. So it lo- it looks like a music festival toilet at this point. Just just horror, blood soaked horror. Throws him on the ground. Some poor lackey has to pick him up because he cannot bend down to pick them up. He I. Not fucking making this up. He eats eight Mars bars, just um, um, like a duck. No, 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 gone. Because that's how little energy he's got left in his body. That's how little glucose he has left in his body after doing a 300-kilometer bike race. Puts the helmet back on with fresh sanitary liners in it. Rides back to Adelaide. That was his warm down. These people are fucking not human. No wonder that like Lance Armstrong was on fucking ketamine and goat semen and whatever else he was on. White people, just stop. I know. Just stop. It's a bike ride. It's a bit of fun. You know what? It doesn't matter how fucking fast you pedal. You're still not going faster oh. than the 890 bus. I also forgot to mention he was wearing, he was wearing uh, adult diapers. So, cause, so if you're riding along and you have to piss or shit yourself, that's how it happens. White people should not be allowed to make decisions for themselves. It's like these people who go in marathons and then shit themselves in marathon and just yeah. keep running. Yeah. No, sir. No, sir. Officially, the rest of the world has decided you <laughs> sit down, white man. Although when people talk about a runner's high and I see them shit themselves, I'm just like, oh, I've had pills that do that. <sighs> Some good ecstasy. <laughs> just... No, and you've learned your lesson. Yeah. <laughs> no, just no. You know what? Anything where you need to put like a third something weird to stop your blood coming out or your poop poop. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing it. I'm just saying. You don't see Serena Williams doing that in the tennis, do you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my. I'm, I'm so traumatized. Okay. Give me. Oh, you me, want some of this? Let me try some of this non-alcoholic. Um, Champagne. Sure. <laughs> what? I was just going to call it sparkling disappointment. It is sparkling disappointment. <laughs> but it's better than fucking no pants John because uh. he can't be trusted with alcohol. Well, judging by those pubes, nobody <laughs> wants to see no pants John. All right. All right, let me... Let me so this is a... left over from when we toasted the demise of Australia's um, right-wing government on the weekend. Who We found out a, there was a story about him shitting his pants in a McDonald's. Turns out, unfortunately, not true. No, it's not true. It's a, it's a joke started by a comedian, Lawrence Mooney. Yeah, but is it is it a joke based on fact? I Who choose knows? to believe. Who knows? I choose to believe. All right, let me try this. It's not horrific, is it? It's like it's like kids' apple juice. That's nice. It's yeah. like a sparkling apple juice. Yeah. 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 Let me... Uh, Keeps me from getting into a punch-up. Okay. Let me have another can of bourbon. Oh. Just to rebalance my system now. Yeah. 
Shut up. <laughs> what? Shut up, puby. <laughs> I'm not taking any life advice from a man with a giant pube on his podcast. How ring. do you know it's not that the microphone's just very old and it's old grey hair popped out? No. Okay. No. We all we all clearly, we were all here. Everyone who was in this room, and you're looking, don't try to rub your beard on it. I'm trying to see if I can re- recreate the situation that led to this. Hang on. There's some beard ASMR for you there. Do that, Billy Eilish. Only fans, yeah. Oh, I sampled a crosswalk. Well, listen to this. Well, you know what? She could sample it if she was doing it the way that you originally did it to get that pube on your mic. You better never confuse these microphones. Oh, trust me. That one is marked with tape, so I never have to put that near my mouth. Oh, you my God. farted on it. I didn't fart on it. I farted near it. I'm sorry, but it's like cluster munitions with you. Like... Oh, it's not a war crime unless you've fucking seen it happen. Yeah. Oh my god, do you want to know? My, do you want to know? There's my... a blast radius. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this frag, and that's why you don't pick your phone up out from the middle of it. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> do you want to know my favourite meme on the internet at the moment? You've got one. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh my god, UFO land. An alien lands its UFO in the Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ukrainian looks at it and goes, oh, wow, that's really impressive. You think you could fight the Russians with it? <laughs> and then in my mind, I finish the meme by just having a little Ukrainian tractor yeah. just drag the UFO <laughs> off <laughs> to take it back to headquarters. <laughs> Hope you like pierogi. <laughs> or however you say it. No, that'll look. That'll that'll do. You're desecrating their culture, but oh, they're suffering more at the moment. I think so. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, it sounds like we both had a pretty action-packed week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to know who also? Oh, by the way, side note. You know what? Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. If you want to say fuck the system, we tried to truly sell out to capitalism and boost our last. A post yeah. episode of Don't Fuck With Cats and he got rejected by Facebook because they said we were too sweary and cussy. Yeah. Um, so you know what? Say fuck the system and we want you all to share and spread our podcast link just to give it to Mark Zuckerberg. That'll show him. Yeah. Damn yeah. straight. They're not going to get my $28. <laughs> I mean, he dresses like Caesar Augustus, but surely this little uprising that we're fucking... Oh, behind will uh, will disrupt him. God, I, no one's impressed with your salad, Zuckerberg. Move on. No, no, weird, <laughs> fucking weird dude. Oh my god! But do you want to know who else has been having a really busy week? Who? Would you believe the topic? No. The person who's the topic of this week's podcast. There you go. He has one hell of a week, up to five times a week. Really. <laughs> Okay, to set this scene, okay, in 1998, Warner Brothers Pictures released the sci-fi action film Soldier, in which Kurt Russell played the universe's most elite soldier. Okay. Named Todd. <laughs> okay. Sounds like the, the world's most elite soldier is also into greyhounds. <laughs> Maybe. I know, I'm not, I'm not sure how they came up with Todd. Todd. But He's into greyhounds and he also brews with grain. <laughs> none of this none of this extract bullshit. No, no. 
uh, Todd. <laughs> Kurt Russell says about eight words in the movie, and half of those words are. Mm. So this was a role set aside for Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> Played brilliantly by Kurt Russell. Okay. And short, just for our uh, our listeners, also uh, Sergeant Harry Wells from Dog Soldiers is in this oh, film as well. Okay, yep. Um, oh, you'll also see why he went and shaved his head. Okay. There's, there's, a, there's a scene from behind and you're like, wow, why don't you wear your hair more often? And then you're like, oh, Friar Monk. Oh, no. Yeah. Ah. That really unfortunate spot. Yeah. He might have been wearing a yarmulke. Nope. You fucking bigot. You anti-Semite. He's, <laughs> he's worn a hole in his, his hair from all his worship. <laughs> no, I've stalked him. I've stalked Sean Pertwee. If okay. he was Jewish, I'd know. Okay. <laughs> no, because I'd send him like... Because you've seen his dick? <laughs> One has to live in hope. Oh, my God. Um, no, but his wife has seen Robbie Williams. Oh, hello. <laughs> before they were married. That's who she dated before Sean Pertwee. Fuck, how, how good Williams. must Sean Pertwee be in bed? <laughs> if he fucking knocks off one of, one of Robbie Williams's. Well, that's it. It's, it's always, you know, it's always the quiet least, you know, ones yeah. that you least expect are just like, oh, that's like, oh, okay, do you want to know my most embarrassing and shocking sex secret? Oh, God. Are you? You don't have to. Do so, you, sorry, you gave me just... so much shit for dropping my phone in the toilet. <laughs> I, I can only imagine what your most fucking depressing thing was. No, it's not, no, it's not depressing. It's just shameful okay, that yeah. I shouldn't say out loud. Go on. Okay. You might want to top up your glass. Okay. <laughs> it's already full. The greatest sex I've ever had in my life. Yeah. All right. Was with a New Zealander. Why is that a shame? It, was, it wasn't even a Maori. It was so, a white, white New Zealander. Oh, no. I know. How embarrassing. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I guess you've got me. Like, <laughs> how is a that? New Zealander. How is that? Nobody has sex with a New Zealander. The produce, no one it was like, oh, the great lovers of the world. Let's get down to down under. Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Neal. Exactly. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Did you come? <laughs> Wow, if that's your most embarrassing... Yeah. Wow, you are a fucking amateur. With a kiwi. Oh, my God. That's hard to beat. That's hard to beat. You are an amateur. <sighs> Find me that way. Um, Shout out to any white dudes in New Zealand. We don't have any listeners in New Zealand. Oh, story of my life. No. Um, that's because they're all shit. <laughs> I love New Zealand. They're our Canada. Exactly. Punch them and take their school money. <laughs> um, that's not true. James Cameron lives in New Zealand now, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Go on. <laughs> where was I? Okay, we're, okay. super soldier named Todd in, in the universe. Yeah. Okay. The world's, like the universe's ultimate fighting machine. Now, take the image of that world's top super soldier. Yeah. Okay. Take out Kurt Russell. Mm. Okay, but still world's most per universe's most perfect soldier. Take out Kurt Russell and in his place slip in an overweight 50-year-old pensioner 
in a tie-dyed shirt and double denim. I'm seeing myself in this movie. From the UK. Oh, damn. From Wales. Oh, he's Welsh. And you have this week's episode. Okay. Of Master Russ from Yorkshire. (laughs) Or Russ the Tuss looking for the fuss. What the fuck? What, What kind of accent was that even meant to be? What was that? You're so judgmental this week. That wasn't even, that was like half Scottish, half orc. What? <laughs> Wait, what's the tuss looking for a fuss? Fuck. That's Welsh. Oh, that is not Welsh. Oh, get some, get some curry on my chips. That's Welsh. That's 100% Welsh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. You watched one episode of Fine and Sam to prepare, didn't you? <laughs> Don't judge oh, me. Oh, it's Elvis Cridlington. <laughs> I can't even be like I watched that great Welsh classic. There are none. <laughs> oh, there's the Wicker Man. <laughs> Not the bees. <laughs> Not the bees. <laughs> no one's counting that in great film. All right. So, Russ the Tuss looking for a fuss. Do you want to see Russ? I do want to see Russ. All right. And we'll when this goes to air, well, I think we'll actually put Russ up okay. as our episode. So... You can see what the ultimate soldier looks like. Okay. This is Russ the Tuss. Oh, what a geezer. <laughs> you know, he looks like Nick Barker from uh, Cradle of Filth. Now. <laughs> wow. Okay. He's got okay. some sweet artwork with him. Ah, oh, well, we'll get to the artwork. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> now... Kurt Russell, sorry, Russ Kellett, (laughs) says that he has been repeatedly abducted by aliens over the last few decades and forced to fight in their dirty space wars. So, the question is... Are you sure it wasn't just the Falklands? (laughs) <laughs> Someone just hit him over the head. Go shoot that fucking puffin. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Ah! He's okay. there with Prince Andrew. Who the fuck is this monster? <laughs> just him molesting a puffin. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sweat. This is bizarre. Now, he would you like to see a picture of the aliens? Yes. That are abducting this overweight pensioner from Wales to fight their battles for them. Because you've got to think, they must be some tiny, tiny little Ewok-looking shit if they've got to get a 50-year-old pensioner from Wales to fight their battles. Like some little, little chimbawombas or something. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to see what the aliens look like? This is what the aliens look like. Okay. That is a god monster. That is that is the fucking Minotaur from from the Hades mi- maze. So I guess you're asking, just why do fifteen foot tall super alien creatures with spears need Russ Kellett and ripped? Like they're fucking ripped. They're man. ripped. Yeah. Uh, so why do they need Russ Kellett? Because with a little bit of Alien magic. It goes full Xanadu from here. Okay. With a little bit of alien magic, Russ Kellett is transformed by his alien abductors into an elite super soldier in this seemingly never-ending intergalactic war. That's amazing. 
Russ Kellett says that he wants to warn you. Lest the day comes when you are conscripted by an alien army and you are not prepared for it. Although apparently being prepared and in shape is not a requirement. Um, no, because they're, they're recruiting at the local chippy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you order a curry over there, you get it with chips. Isn't that fucked up? That's Wales. That's how they do. You can't have you can't have chips without curry. You can't have curry without a chip. They haven't discovered rice. <laughs> I suppose you can't really have too many rice patties in peat fields. Can yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how insensitive, much. <laughs> Oh my god! Maybe they've just like you know after like they got potatoes again after the potato famine, they were just so excited. They just now they just put potatoes in everything. That was Ireland. Yeah, but didn't it didn't spread everywhere? <laughs> Shut up. Close enough. Now, being abducted in the middle of the night, blinded, spirited away, alien liquids being forced down your throat. I'm guessing that alien liquid is water. Uh, <laughs> for a man that lives on fucking <laughs> what are those, what's that shitty beer they've got? Ah, fucking Carling. Oh, okay, hmm. okay. Um, Listen to me dropping the funny with fucking a plum. Not a problem. <laughs> what's the punchline of the thing I was thinking about? Is though it's a fucking beer. Do as my washing goes oh off my in God, the background. You, yeah, oh my God, you've literally had one non-alcoholic champagne and you fucking lost it, mate. Yeah. I can't only imagine what you were like oh my god <laughs> I was shocked. dropping pubes like oh my lord so yeah being spirited away alien liquids being forced down your throat don't worry it's just good old-fashioned army hazing okay it turns out the australian navy aren't the only ones to pour oil into your bum <laughs> turns out we may owe the australian navy as this hazing is an integral part of making you one hell of a soldier. Can I just tell the story behind that? Oh my God, yes. So an investigative TV program here in Australia called Four Corners uh-huh. broke the story that the Australian Navy was hazing new recruits. Uh-huh. First time they crossed the equator. Yes. They were taken up onto the deck of the ship. Oh God, yes. And they had their pants pulled down, had vegetable oil poured on their butt, and some of them had broomsticks inserted. What? Oh, it was horrific. Horrific. So, you know, essentially these recruits are being raped with broomsticks, right? We're watching this on TV at home. Going the, like, for, for the first time they crossed the equator. What would they do, like, the first day something bad happened? <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting there with my dad, who spent 10 years in the British Navy and 10 years in the Australian Navy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just looked across at him, and he just looked at me and just goes, I'll have you know, in my day we had to drink a warm beer. <laughs> And never again was it mentioned. Yeah, but he never mentioned he had to drink a warm beer anally. <laughs> but chug, but chug, but chug. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, who, the armed forces. Who would have thunk it? How? What? What? That just gives people, like, an intense fear of the equator. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't make up these homoerotic rules. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're, I mean, you know, we're not in the, is that why people are always thanking them? Is it for all the brooms they've had to take up the arse? I don't know. Makes cleaning ironic when you're using that broom later. I mean, what happened to the good old days where you'd (laughs) be like. My phone's been in the toilet, this broom's been up someone's (laughs) arse. Your house is just a cesspit. (laughs) What happened to the 
were days where you'd like you'd send like you know the intern for some elbow grease you know <laughs> some left-handed hammers yeah, exactly like <laughs> now i'm gonna set you on fire and rape you with a fucking broom what did, how did we when did that escalate i don't know fuck oh my god i blame jackass I was going to say I blame in the Navy by the village people, but... But that was consensual. Oh, my God. What the hell? Uh, Has, okay. I don't know. When was this? Oh, this was like year 2000. Okay. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. I think I know why a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of people like have mental issues when they leave oh, yeah. the services. Yeah. They don't mention that in the brochure. <laughs> they don't. Is there an alternative? Can, I don't know. Can you be like, oh, look, can't I just like wash all the dishes or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If you're if you're in if you're a navy person, mm-hmm. um, let us know um, if there's an alternative to being anally raped with a broom. I'm sure there is. Like, you, like there's gonna be like a kosher option. Like, would you be like, <laughs> oh, that's not? You've got to eat Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh no! No! Wow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's ruining the Navy. Okay. Now we know why all the ships went down over Bermuda. Every, nobody was steering. Everybody was too like, what the fuck is going on on the deck? Poof. Into a reef. Down they go. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I forgot. Where were we? Being abducted. There we go. That's much more pleasant t- subject. Oh. Russ Kellett claims that he has been abducted at least 60 times over the last few decades. His description of the first time he was abducted and turned into a super soldier is quite unique. You can imagine. Unsettling. And erotic? Uh, Okay. (laughs) Get your brooms ready. Okay. Russ Kellett describes his first alien encounter at the tender and delicate age of 16. I was only 16. <laughs> I was thinking more of like the Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah. The first time when I was 16. Okay, this is, this is his quote. Okay. This is all his... <laughs> The first time was when I was... No, that's not Welsh. That's nothing. <laughs> that may as well be one of the aliens. What are you doing? And the first time was when I was 16, when I was travelling home on my motorbike. I went through a tunnel that I'd never seen before. On the deck of a ship, maybe? <laughs> so I went through a tunnel that I'd never seen before, and the next thing I knew... I was in what looked like a dentist surgery. Okay. With <laughs> well, that would be strange to an English person. <laughs> I'm surprised he recognised it. Uh, <laughs> I was in a dentist surgery with 15 foot tall alien men that look very much like Dracula without the sharp teeth surrounding me. <laughs> Like Dracula without the shirt. That's his defining feature. <laughs> that's a European so man. He just looks Romanian? Yeah, white Romanian man. Okay. Oh, my God. But that, so, yeah, he's in a dentist surgery, 15 foot tall, like Dracula's, but without the teeth yeah. surrounding him. 
on a side note, I have definitely been in that nightclub and it is in Prague. (laughs) (laughs) His quote continues. I had some sort of tube pushed down my throat. Now he's a southern bell. (laughs) Fuck. I'm going to get you a voice coach for Christmas. I think you're trying to just... Just don't detract from like. All right. I had. I had some sort of tube pushed down my throat, and whatever liquid they pumped into me, it turned me into one of their super soldiers. He's definitely a gay bar. There are so many repressed memories here. <laughs> so much, so much repression going on. So he's he sucked someone off in a tunnel. In a park, yeah. I'm going to say. He was on his bike. It was in a park. <laughs> by the side of the road. And the, the truck driver was just so full of amphetamines that when he swallowed his semen, he just... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks extra tall when you're on your knees. You would know that. You would. You can testify to that. It's the distorting. Absolutely. Romanians look a lot taller when you're on your knees in front of them. Describing him to the police. He looks like Dracula with no teeth. That is literally half the population of England. <laughs> if they were dressed for a night at the opera. Oh, my Lord. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Russ Kellett goes on to say that for the past 30 years, I have been part of their army fighting the opposing race of aliens, the Dragos, which are tall and scaly. They have heads like dragons. This war had been brewing and toiling for years, and some of these aliens need help. People could be abducted at any time and they need to be prepared to, in such a scenario in case they are sent out to fight. Okay. Russ Kellett says that he has pledged his allegiance to the aliens that have repeatedly abducted him. The much earthbound name for this is Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> like, seriously, dude. Yeah, let's, like, let's call it Saturn Syndrome. Yeah, it's, yeah. If, if you kidnap oh, somebody so enough. They're yeah. not so bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. See, I would have called it Uranus Syndrome. <laughs> I went down a strange tunnel. It's <laughs> definitely Uranus Syndrome. John's phone was there. <laughs> and I just saw his big white hand reaching in for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Russ Kellett says that he is abducted and each time he finds himself in a room covered in checks like a chessboard. Very 70s of them. Yeah, like a 1950s diner. Mm. Oh, yeah. This doesn't, of course, coincide with anything to do with Twin Peaks. <laughs> I was going to say literally the truck stop opposite the highway toilet <laughs> where he had his encounter with a Dracula... <laughs> Man with no teeth. <laughs> he took me through a, a wormhole. It was a glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in their chessboard room. Then he and the aliens <laughs> use a ball. 
made of glass. What? Where's this going? <laughs> Where is this going? It's like the dodgiest, like, erotic fan fiction this of pretty, alien abduction. This is pretty ever. bad. What are they going to do with this glass ball? And is it on a string next to other glass balls? You've always got to have it on a string or else you will end up in A&E having to lie about having to climb in through your kitchen window. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. but did I ever Go and tell, say it. Did I ever tell you about the time that I had to... Um, oh, God. I had to search a dead guy's house for a will. You I want, thought, oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say there was this time your phone fell in your asshole. <laughs> Fell in a. It was. It had a condom on it. I don't know how. <laughs> as knocky as a shape. It seems you've been trying to ring yourself like all day. <laughs> Ooh, hello, Moto. Um, no. So in an old uh-huh. in an old job that I had, I mm-hmm. had to search a dead guy's house for a will, mm-hmm. and he was um, he was rather eccentric. Mm-hmm. And the house was, shall we say, feculent. It was. What does that even mean? Well, just disgusting. Oh, uh, it's a gross, nasty, beyond gross. Oh, pubes on the microphone. Oh, worse than that. Phones from the toilet. <laughs> like worse than that. Oh. So much worse than that. Anyway, I had to go through his bedroom side table. Yeah, and in it, uh. I found what can only be described as the most complete, self-sufficient wank dungeon. I've ever seen in my life. Wow! It had so he had like a little thing full of amyl nitrate. Uh huh. That was just so. That's fucking straight away. Is that is that the stuff that numbs your bum? That's yeah. It's like heart medication that relaxes your bum. Okay. It's very specific. Poppers. Poppers. What, what are the chances that heart medication would like re- oh. like relax your bum? How do you, can you imagine the board meeting where you had to break it to and we go? Oh my god! Like we will regulate your heart. Uh Interesting side effect may completely loosen your bowels and your ass may fall out. What? I'm sorry? <laughs> but if you're into that, <laughs> bonus. Anyway. Do you have to, how, do, how do you take amyl nitrate? Do you actually like... You, like you sniff it. Like it's, you, you know, well, I don't know. Look, I, I didn't open it up. <laughs> I wasn't because, you know, straight away it was rubber glove territory. Because I'm like, oh, it relaxes your bowel. Part of me is like, oh, do you have to like apply to surface? But then I'm yeah. like, it's for your heart. So surely... But anyway... <laughs> In amongst this stuff okay. were Polaroids from Thailand oh, with pictures of women from Thailand. Oh. And there was a large collection of ping pong balls oh. in there. So they're clearly souvenirs that oh. he's gotten back through customs. The best part was they had holes in them. Oh, no. And he'd made his own anal beads out oh. of ping pong balls. Oh. That was my job. And he was a very religious man. So as I was searching through this side of the table, had one of those old school pictures of Jesus, like those Mexican. I had to turn that and face it towards the wall. I'm like, not today, Jesus. It's the only way I can continue my business there. You don't have a picture of Jesus in your wank room. Oh, you never know. He only hung out with blokes. But you know what? Oh my god, that's like the like the full on like fundamental Christians are the freaking worst. There was a place; it was in America, yeah. and they were selling butt plugs. Nothing wrong with selling a butt plug, but oh. the butt plug had the face of Jesus on it. Oh. And you're like, that is like, what? Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's what. So who got left? Uh, I presume you were looking for the ping pong balls and the nudie pictures because they were willed to somebody? No, I had to find a will. And he didn't have... Ah. I was trying to find the will. Because ah, we knew okay. he died with one. So you were just rummaging through his stuff? Well, yeah. no, I had. To, I was directed by the trustees to go To rummage through his stuff. Yeah. So it was there legally. To doing, rummage through his stuff. Yeah, to rummage through a dead man's shit. 
best job oh, ever. Oh, did I find some stuff? Yeah, but homemade anal beads is the fucking strangest thing I've found. Well, now you know why he didn't have time to clean up his house. Yeah. <laughs> Too busy in the wank tank. Oh, I've got shit everywhere. <laughs> Literally. Yep. Wow. If, okay, so any of our listeners at home, if you have... What's the most obscure thing that you like to masturbate with or to that you've brought back from a holiday? <laughs> oh, Finding Nemo oven glove. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> My Statue of Liberty cork stopper. <laughs> But yeah, I found someone's homemade sex toys. I mean, it's very MacGyver of him. Very. You know. And then you've got to go back to the family and go, look, I'm sorry, we didn't find anything. His possessions are all in a box. I've placed some other items strategically in the bin. (laughs) You know you're always going to get this one who's like, I demand everything. (laughs) All yours. (laughs) Yeah, enjoy. Help yourself. Oh. Some very dog-eared pornography, Polaroids and fucking... Balls that have been up your uncle's rectum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, because as you know, I'm counting down to my, you know, 60 days where I have to like move house. Yeah. And, you know, so I've been trying to do the whole of, oh, you know, I have to start like packing things up. And then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Need that. <laughs> well, yeah, I, had a, I had actually had a moment of like, what's the worst possible thing that could like... Because, you know, I'm like, look, I've got the dildo drawer. Let's just say it. The dildo drawer, okay? Yeah. At first, I'm like, well, you know, it's like it's, it's, not, it's not a heavy drawer. It's next to the bed because I'm lame. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just put some tape on it so it's not going to come. It won't, you know, come open. Yeah. But then I'm like, of course it's going to fly open. Of course the tape is just going to fly open. And there's just dildos are going to go like, there'll be a car accident and dildos will be strewn out the street and, and or you know or even worse the movers will try if i got movers would like rummage through your stuff because that's what i presume they do between that's why they won't let you travel in the van because they're rummaging through your shit and i don't want some random person rummaging through my dildo drawer so i've worked out a special maneuver yeah. in which i can just pack up my drawer of dildos yeah put them in a special transport box and then i can just transport them like radioactive waste yeah um into that into the new house i would just write on the box old dirty dildos no (laughs) one's gonna open that that is the how do you see the word old dirty dildo and not open the box (laughs) oh my god of course that's the first box you open so put a strategically filthy one on top (laughs) like like it's got your phone on it. <laughs> it's just got the cat's name written on it. I've dropped this in a comedy toilet. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, I'm just saying, but it just it, it it did take it did take me a moment to be like, you know what? That's uh, that's going to be in my special. I'm going to transport alone by myself <laughs> in the car. By the way, anyone here who's listening from Adelaide, if you saw me at the Rhino Room and uh, you're going, "Wow, he killed it the other night," no, I did that. <laughs> Wondering if my phone was ruined because it had just been in the toilet. Oh. And when you asked me for selfies after the show and I said, can we use your phone? <laughs> there was a reason for that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't, like everyone knows comedy toilets are dirtier than the porn worst. toilets. The worst. Oh, gross. Very. 
Oh, Lord. I'm so... I can't even continue. Okay, where were we? Okay. Ball made of glass. That's right. Back to my sex toys. So, ball made of glass, which... <laughs> the ball of glass is kept in the middle of, of the room when he's abducted to transport them through both space and time. Oh, it's like he's watched Doctor Who. <laughs> but Rust Kellett struggles with detailed memories of these abductions. In fact, even these wars, as he believes that the aliens wipe his memory of these abductions before they place him back on Earth. But Russ Kellett has discovered he has managed to piece some of the encounters together through drawing. Okay, yep. You know, hence that's the, you know, the the drawing, those his drawings. He's actually, you know, it's not not the worst. We've seen worse. Um, So, excuse me. Oh, hang on. Yeah, so they're in the checkboard. So he does the, uh, the paintings. He says, there are so many different races, but I struggle to remember the names of them all. I can only remember what they look like through the drawings I have these days. But that's not all that it's a bit blurry. Russ Kellett claims that he was once rushed to hospital after he suspected he had a brain tumour. Okay. Although he can't actually remember the date of this for his story. Okay. <laughs> I just imagine him rocking up in A&E. It might be a tumor. <laughs> Turns out there was absolutely nothing wrong with him. Oh. According to doctors. Well, when they said absolutely nothing. Physically wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he says, I just remember leaving the hospital and forgetting certain things, like the names of the races and where it was that I'd travelled to. Space, mate. You travelled to space. <laughs> I forgot the names of the races. I mean, you live in the UK. You've got, you know, a couple of racial epithets you could probably use. <laughs> the fucking space packies. <laughs> Do my fucking driveway. <laughs> I thought Brexit was going to sort this out. <laughs> oh, Lord. They're here for your kippers. He says, I've spoken with other abductees and they've said the same thing happened to them. It's quite worrying, really. So they've all had the liquid down the throat, touched the magic balls. <laughs> But a foggy memory is not the only problem Russ Kellett says he now faces medical problems as well. Russ Kellett explains. I've been good for years and people don't realise as four hours here is four years on one of the planets I've been to. Okay, yep. I mean, look... I know you're going to say, like, that is in direct opposition to Einstein's special relativity theory and, you know, time dilation. Um, But he is suggesting that their transportation is not like the Enterprise. It is more like the TARDIS and is centred in time travel rather than physical space travel. Which is the prevailing theory amongst UAP people now. Who's, who's UAP? 
Is well, that a political party? Un- unidentified aerial phenomena. Oh, that's right. You, you're trying to change your name. <laughs> UFO is not cool anymore. I'm not. I'm using the preferred nomenclature. Oh, whatever. Our, our pronouns are Glork Blacksnog. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no gender. <laughs> and dug it out of the toilet. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, <laughs> but the other thing is, like, like looking at him. So a man that's been abducted 60 times. Yeah. And sometimes it can be up to four years at a go. Mm-hmm. He still just looks like a 58-year-old overweight pensioner from Wales. He does, yeah. Like, he should be 178 <laughs> according to his math. <laughs> um, like, you look shit, mate, but you don't look that shit. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. So, like I said, he suggests he's being abducted up to five times a year. Right. Sometimes he may only be gone for half an hour or sometimes for two to four hours. Right. Has passed. But as we can only imagine, this lifetime of super soldiery, nearly 30 years on the front line, has taken its toll on poor old Russ Kellett. Russ Kellett says that he is now suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Fuck, if he's telling the truth, that sucks because there's no way he's going to get veterans funding. <laughs> PTSD from 30 years on the front line as well as chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh. But the American Armed Services, like the Intergalactic Army, it seems, doesn't really have much of a pension plan. Oh. So he is forced to collect one from the UK government instead. Right. Not a war pension. I'd no. like to clarify, he's not on a war pension. It's for the chronic fatigue yeah. pension. <laughs> um, so, Russ Kellett has also taken to print, would you believe, to detail his wartime memories. He has written two books, which you can actually purchase at locations online. You know what? We hang shit on these people. He's finished two books. I know. Do you know how many I've started? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I know. I put this bit in just because I knew this would bite at you. And you'd be like, <laughs> I still haven't finished my first chapter. I haven't. <laughs> I've been oh working on it for god. six years. Oh, my God. Look, actually, I'm doing better. I finished a book. Yeah. I just, I've got to go back and, like, yeah. edit it. And, uh, like, hey. Yeah. This is the problem. If you're living by Hemingway, you're never going to edit that because he said, right, drunk, edit, sober. Yeah, exactly. So you're not I'm just waiting for the day that I'm sober. (laughs) 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 Oh, my Lord. So would you like to see his books? I do. Okay. This is the first one. It is called Russell Kellett is E.T. Ryder. E.T. Ryder. That's actually a great name. That's actually a great name. E.T. Ryder. I said E, E.T. Ryder. Although, it does sound like he's fucking a rather squat, stranded alien, <laughs> doesn't it? It really does. Get that shit into your van with some Reese's Pieces, mother. <laughs> uh, oh my God, there's you ruining childhoods for everyone. <laughs> but fucking kudos on E.T. Ryder, that's a great name. Oh my god! Well, it's uh, it didn't go into hard hardback. It's no. only a paperback, or you can get it on your Kindle version. Of course, you can. Um, it is two hundred and eleven pages. Not bad. 
And it currently has, oh, now where was it? It currently has three reviews and two and a half stars out of five. Let's not mock it. Okay, I'm not. We're not doing much better. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's more published than either one of us. Please review our podcast favorably. Oh, my God. Okay, so do you want to hear the blurb about E.T. Ryder? I do. All right. A man's account of countless close encounters with alien craft and abductions by an alien race. Taken by an alien race, put into a military unit, and trained to fight as a super soldier against their many enemies on this planet and many others. Coming to terms with memories of an alien planet and fighting different alien races and even human races from our own planet Earth. Flashbacks from a journey home late one evening on his chopper motorcycle where he was zapped by a late from an alien craft at a level crossing. Now struggling with ill health and having been rushed to hospital with memory loss and struggling to come to terms with the horrific visions of the battles he took part in, Russ decided 23 years ago to put pen to paper and write down his memories. He also struggled with this as he is dyslexic and has now only just been able to put his account together for this amazing book. Dyslexic, still two fucking books up on us. Yeah. Combined. Fucking kudos, dude. Now looking for answers after a friend who had told him about these encounters, told him to look into books on alien encounters and abductions. This sparked a lifelong interest in the UFO and alien abduction phenomena, leading him to become one of the UK's leading investigators. Having appeared on a number of TV programs over the years and countless interviews on radio shows such as BBC's Talk Sport. Talk Sport? (laughs) Oh, that wouldn't have been with David Icke, would it? it all I'm thinking is, is he counting times that he just called into the talkback radio? No, because David Icke was a fucking sports commentator in the yeah. UK before he went so far off the fucking deep end into that lizard people shit. Maybe this is the guy that pushed him over. It could be. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's, it says talk sport. He has also appeared in many tabloid newspapers. Oh, that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> in his UFO research, he has found a conspiracy Conspiracy that has opened his eyes into the UFO subject. Not everybody wants the truth out there. But a lot do. Just in time for his second book. Oh, good. Alien Invasion Wales. <laughs> uh, panic on the streets of Cardiff. <laughs> Nobody, everybody expects it to happen in New York. Yeah. Imagine being an alien who lands in Cardiff. Just all these fucking pallid looking fuckwits. (laughs) Women in spray tans freezing themselves off in miniskirts. Yeah. With hotted up Volkswagen Golfs. What the, where are we? There's people dipping their chips in curry. What the fuck? We're in some bizarre upside down world. It just, yeah, it reminds me of uh, Under the Skin. (laughs) So alien... Invasion Wales uh, was launched on the 17th of December 2021 
Uh, no, sorry. This is the one that has three ratings and two and a half stars okay. uh, out of five. Yep. Uh, this one's only 163 pages. Uh-huh. You know, somebody needs to learn how to pad it out. No, if anything, he's learned to edit. <laughs> well, excuse me. Well, kill your darlings. <laughs> Um, so you can actually <laughs> that bo- doesn't mean go shoot up a school Texas yeah calm down Texas yeah uh, so you can actually um, again buy this in paperback or get it on Kindle um, this one it's one man's journey looking for answers and the truth behind Britain's Roswell ah uh, they're talking about Rendlesham I was going to say it's not Britain's because if it happens in Wales... Well, no, it'd be the UK. In the UK's. Yeah. I mean... Well, let's just lecture him about the place he lives in. <laughs> Did a flying saucer crash land in North Wales? And so he goes into an incident, there you go, Oh yeah. in which he claims uh, five drunk lads <laughs> found a UFO by in the Wales? side of the road. Never. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, so you can you can get that. I think it's for like eleven pound. Yeah, well, people deserve to be rewarded for their work. You know, no judgment on the content or the quality, but people deserve to be rewarded for their work. You know, and you know what? He's on he's on a disability pension. <laughs> exactly. That I'm, shit don't go far. I'm gonna go and buy one. Yay! Good on you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to read more about his erotic adventures across the universe oh, wow. and his glass bowl. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I just imagine David Bowie doing <laughs> the ball twiddling. Labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, his crutch in Labyrinth, move yeah. time and space. That was illegal. It was. Yeah. It's a children's film, David Bowie. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, do you know who was almost cast in Labyrinth no. instead of David don't Bowie? Don't tell me it was fucking Gary Busey or... Don't tell me it was <laughs> Gary fucking... Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you fucking kids. <laughs> Uh, who's the other one? He just rolls a sandwich in his hand. Oh, Nick Nolte. Don't tell me it was Nick Nolte. Oh, I don't know who these kids. The kid just be there with a little cigarette. <laughs> oh my god! No, it was a it was a singer. They because El- obviously they've got to do singing. Elton John, Prince, oh. Prince, M- Michael Jackson. Oh, thank fuck they didn't do. It that. was almost it was almost Michael Jackson. Like it was yeah. It was going ahead, then something happened. Um, I forget what it was, and they, and it wasn't Michael Jackson. They went to David Bowie, and you look at it now, and you're like, "How was David Bowie not your first and only option?" Didn't Michael Jackson get really badly burned on the set of a film? No, that was on a Pepsi commercial. A Pepsi commercial. So that it was probably, probably insuring him after that would have been what killed him from getting in any movies. Oh uh, yeah, because it was yeah, it was just a Pepsi commercial. There was supposed to be all these pyrotechnics. Yeah. Um, and some went off like close to him and set him on fire. Turns out plastic birds. Yeah. No, that was before. Oh, really? Poor fucker. Yeah. That's that's. Uh, they think that was the, like one of the catalysts that got him to like sample, you know, the prescribed medication. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, it's a cheery note. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now Russ Kellett claims. <coughs> There is a whole paranormal and alien investigative department within each government. And even they don't know the full extent of what's going on. I've worked for government, that's true. Yeah, that is really They, they don't know shit. <laughs> Aliens or not. <laughs> equal, you know, equal checks and balance. Yeah. Um, 
The UK's Ministry of Defence would like to assure its citizens that, uh, <coughs> quote, New UFO report has revealed any evidence of a potential threat to the United Kingdom. Okay. <laughs> Just Ross Kellett and his balls. <laughs> and his sexy motorbike. <laughs> We well, are the E.T. rider. What do you expect is going to happen? You keep poking that thing. Things happen. I was just imagining what he's doing to that thing in the basket on the front of a BMX. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking alien while you... For a start, that's one hell of a compliment. If you can sit on your seat and reach the alien <laughs> in your basket, that's I'm kind of impressed, to be honest. It's bending space and time, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh my god, of course, if there was anyone going to, like, invent, like, create an artificial black hole, it would be so dudes can fuck things that are just (laughs) that little bit too far away from them. Just close the gap between you and your panties. Fucking men. Oh my god. So, yeah, if you've ever dreamed of being an elite super soldier but you fear now you might be a bit too old a bit too out of shape a bit too lacking of any military talent whatsoever never fear you may still get your shot yeah still get press ganged into an alien war exactly you know you might have to undergo some hazing procedures at a truck stop but (laughs) gargle some space jizz (laughs) if it turns into a super soldier Oh my god, you would gargle space jizz for a lot less. If it if it revealed the secrets of the aliens to the world don't, don't, I would I would blow an alien trucker in his alien pickup. Don't try to say it like, oh, this is just in that circumstance and I'm doing it, I'm so noble, I'm doing it for humanity. You wouldn't fuck an alien? No, that that's a different question. I'm just saying, just like, for pleasure. <laughs> for pleasure. <laughs> Not the lizard people. That's weird. Yeah, that's very weird. Like, and yeah. Ugh, but you know, like ah, oh, like you know, data. Yeah, I'd fuck data. I want to technically know, an android though. Does he count as an alien? I want to know why why all these like, you know, they've got the Nordics. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the aliens, and it's like, oh, they took me into a room and I had to have sex with a seven foot Nordic. Mm. Yeah, but it doesn't sound that good to me. What? No. Who I'd... doesn't want to have like sex with a seven foot Nordics? I'd have sex with a seven foot Nordics. Nah. Yeah. I'd want them to look like Serena Williams. Well, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. So, if, alien races, if you're listening. Okay, so what you're saying is you want me to go back to our Sex with Aliens episode. Yeah. And you want me to find a darker-skinned aliens. I'm not saying I have a type. <laughs> but, hey, if you're going to go on tour, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm digging a hole here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm, I'm just, I'm going to sit here and just wait for the angry tweet from Jordan Peele. Um <laughs> So that's us cancelled. Um, <laughs> this is awkward. It is a little bit. Um, okay, so now we know your fetish, um, and I'll see what I can. I'll see what I can do. I guess you pivot. 
If you will, you promise me one thing. Yes. If I come back next week, yeah. Will there not be pubes everywhere? And I promise I'll clean my phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been under a lot of stress. Oh, your stress made you burp. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me. You literally had a pube on your microphone. It, wasn't, it was a beard hair. It was a pube. It's a beard We're hair. going to put the photo up and everyone can see it's a your fucking pube. beard hair. It, it, yeah, if that's what you call your pussy. It's what? It was a pube. Just admit it. It's not. <sighs> Beard hair. Oh my god. Well, I have a curly beard. Whatever. Just uh, just remember that real lizard men eat the carpet. And there's no no in necrophilia. I thought you were giving that one up. No, fucking if we're going to get cancelled for me wanting to fuck space Serena Williams, <laughs> I'm sticking to this. Look, why not go down in a bowl of fire? I'm getting pressed up. 